A couple of things really stand out to me about our interview today that I think are so important. First of all is timing and how people's lives change and uh, people are not always ready for this business. Sometimes something happens and they are. And the importance of us as network marketers always being professional and not being pushy. Both of those things contributed to this person that we interviewed today, Olia, getting into network marketing. Welcome to the MLM You Decide podcast. We're your hosts, Janine Finney and Laura Evans. Each week, we'll bring you conversations about the good and the misunderstood aspects of MLM multi-level marketing, network marketing. It's time to get informed because making a decision with only half the information could be the most expensive decision you make. Let's dive into today's episode. We are excited today to have a fellow advocate about bringing uh, clarity to the topic of network marketing. I'd like to introduce my new friend, Olia Lagoshinath. I'll, I'll read a little bit about her background. Olia was born and raised in Moscow, Russia. She came to the United States at the age of 17 on a full university scholarship. Throughout her career, Olia has worked in lingui- linguistics, education, training, knowledge management, communications, organization development, and has been a startup founder and an e-commerce entrepreneur and business coach. Olia joined her network marketing company seven years ago to have more freedom and flexibility to be with her daughter as a single mom. She is passionate about empowering people to create a life around their own values and priorities. Today, her network marketing team includes folks from many different backgrounds, including doctors, teachers, nurses, government employees, real estate professionals, engineers, attorneys, students, and nonprofit professionals, just to name a few. She loves helping others build a substantial business in part-time hours around their lives. Wow. So you're proving that anybody can do this business. Everybody could do this business. Welcome. Thank you so much for your kind introduction, Janine. So why don't you start start out by sharing your story and how you ended up in network marketing? Well, thank you. Yes. And, you know, just like, uh, you know, a lot of us, um, I did not, I wasn't looking for network marketing. It found me. Um, I actually was introduced to it by a um, fellow preschool mom. Um, my, my daughter and her daughter were best friends in preschool. And I initially um, just heard a couple of facts about the, the, the founders were well-known um, and I became a uh, her client right away because I it, she built that trust. She never asked me to buy anything. Um, I just heard that you know a couple of facts, and I was like, I'm I'm definitely trying their 60 day money back guarantee, you know. And anyway, and it was um, you know a skincare product, and so um, I and then I just got amazing results. I was a really happy client for two and a half years. Never thought about joining her in business. However, uh, and, and also one of the reasons I didn't was actually because of some, you know, previous experiences I've had, which you talk about in your book, you know, and uh, which, you know, a lot of us have had, you know, whether it was in being invited to a, 
an event or a party and then it turning, you know, turning into a, you know, sales pitch or something, you know, something that wasn't originally supposed to be, uh, or I was misled in some way. And so it was not ever anything that I was thinking that people, you know, that I would ever want to be a part of. However, um, you know, as things would have it, you know, as life would have it, I became a single mom when my daughter was four. um, And I actually had a startup company. So I I was working full time for the government as it was a government contractor. At the time, you know, great, great um, salary, um, but um, I wasn't in control of my schedule. And my my daughter, my, my daughter's father, was not in her life very much at all. The first three and a half years after we split up, so it was all on me. And she's very talented. My daughter's doing; she's she's been doing ballet since she was like two and a half. Um, she's been in like she's performed, uh, you know, at venues like the Kennedy Center. Uh, Warner Theater, like, you know, um, and, and she's done music, and she's just has so many different talents. And I knew, you know, back then that I needed to create my life around us and her, um, and not, you know, not be limited by my employment. And so I started looking, I started looking at different franchise opportunities. I had a startup company that was kind of a long term, you know, most startups fail as you uh, as you're, you know, no, and you talk about in your podcast as well. Um, and so it was a long-term thing. And so I I decided I can't just count on that. Um, so I need a plan C and franchises were too much of a risk. I could not, you know, invest. I was looking at something that was half a million dollars and it was was just too much. And plus I had to leave my full-time job. And then I thought, well, what can I do that would allow me to keep my full-time job would allow me to be a great mom uh, continue being a great mom and um, not sacrifice too much time with my daughter, and uh, also let me allow me to work on my startup all at the same time. <laughs> and then uh, my friend actually posted something on Facebook. My 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 consultant, you know, who is now my business partner, and it was something like, "What do you have to lose?" And I thought, you know, uh, there were like a, a few things, a few benefits, and it was that night I called her up. Um, and I said, you know, I'm going to recommend these products anyway. I, I'm never going to use anything else on my skin. Like I absolutely love my results. I'm getting compliments. I would generally recommend this to anybody, whether I was getting paid for it or not. So what do I have to lose? You know, I thought I would gain, you know, but I had a lot to gain because it was very slow startup at the time. It was like a thousand dollars maximum. Then there were lower, you know, options as well. I'm like a thousand dollars to start a business. Like what business can you start with a thousand dollars or less? You know, and um, and of course, it's changed actually since then because of COVID. You know, um, so it's like much less <laughs> right now. Uh, but um, and then also, I had this business training that I could uh, gain from, and I thought, you know, because I hadn't really started a business before, I I, I am working on the startup, but it would allow me to learn all these business skills. Um, that would be you know for free, like I could earn some extra money. And if, even if like the worst case scenario was going to be, I was going to get the best discount on the products and I was going to get all this training for free. I didn't have to get, go out and get an MBA. I do have a master's degree already. Um, like, you know, I, it was just absolutely no risk <laughs> and compared to everything else I looked at. Uh, and so I jumped in that night, you know, and uh, now it's been seven years and I, you know, absolutely, it's been a, an absolutely amazing ride and I'm so grateful that my my friend you know she um 
you know, she made that post and she just, you know, continued to be a great friend and she was very professional. Oh my gosh. I mean, I was so impressed with, you know, she never, you know, um, uh, it was, it was completely professional. I mean, I was, that's something that was a really big thing for me to, you know, to make sure that I'm a part of something that, that yeah, one has a great reputation, which it does, um, as you both know. And then, um, the secondly, like it's, it's gotta be completely ethical and, and the approach has to be, uh, straightforward, honest, you know, and just, you know, and it's just been an amazing ride. Wow. I love that. You never know who's watching when you post something on Facebook, right? Exactly, exactly. That is so important. And uh, what a great takeaway that is. I appreciate you sharing uh, your story about that because I think a lot of times we feel, you know, uncertain about posting and who's watching and what to say. And the fact that she was just bold and courageous enough to say, what do you have to lose? And uh, put it out there. Uh, you know, we also have this saying that you can not say the right thing to the wrong person at the wrong time, and you can't say the wrong thing to the right person at the right time. It's really so much about timing in our life. And you never know who is at that time where they're looking for a solution, just like you were. So um, I'm so glad that you shared that. That's awesome and encouraging for all of us um, in, in our businesses, for sure. For sure. Can you talk just a little bit more about your thoughts on network marketing as a career cho choice compared to other options, especially as an expatriate? Um, so, you know, one thing I can say, you know, as far as, um, you know, I think that in the current environment that we're in, and I mean, and we've been in, I mean, uncertainty is a part of life in general, right? It doesn't matter whether it was pre-COVID or post-COVID or during COVID. I mean, uh, I think having multiple streams of income is a very smart choice to have. You know, uh, I do also do real estate investing. I have done some consulting as well. So, um, you know, I think that, you know, it's just, it's just smart, you know, and, and an average, an average uh, millionaire has seven different streams of income. That's the statistic. So not that, you know, you have to be a millionaire, but I think we can learn a lot <laughs> from those people, right? Um, so, and I would say that as an additional stream of income, uh, anybody, you know, definitely could benefit from it. Uh, people who have, you know, um, who came here from, from different countries. I know, I mean, I have a lot of my team who are like from different countries, from Russia, from uh, Ethiopia, um, from, from, you know, other different countries. And um, it's uh, something that's different. I think about um, us is that, you know, of course our culture is different. You know, um, network marketing is, uh, looked at, I mean, in the US, you know, it has some, you know, I think it's growing in popularity. It's growing, the reputation is definitely growing and going in the positive direction right now. I, I think in some other countries, it's not there yet. So people who have immigrated from Russia, for example, uh, some of them don't have like, especially who grew up kind of, um, and not grew up, but like who were already adults, working adults in the 90s, for example, um, they've not had some such great experience with network marketing because of some, you know, some things that happened. Um, and so there is a little bit of that mindset 
that I mean, and that's one of the reasons I'm really passionate about educating people about what it what it is that you know how that it is a legitimate business that you know you can you know you can make money with it, you know, and um, uh, it's not you know it's not a great fit and perfect fit for everybody, and there's so many different companies, of course, too, that are legitimate uh, that you can pick from these days, um, and but you know it's it's something that. Um, I've encountered as someone coming from, you know, from Russia is one of the challenges, right, is um, to, to help people kind of learn. Uh, but I've also had people come to me, you know, some of my clients who uh, actually I've had quite a few clients uh, join me in business um, who are from Russia, who told me I never considered network marketing before, but I absolutely am amazed at the results I've been getting, you know, from, from these products. And I, you know, tell me more about the business because I do want to have that, you know, flexibility. I do want to have, you know, more time with my children, you know, and I think uh, it's, it's definitely a great option uh, as a side um, business for most people, as you know, but then yes, if you want, want to make it, uh, you know, it is a real business, so you can absolutely make it whatever, you know, whatever you want. It's the least risk and the maximum potential in that's what I tell people too all the time is you know just from because I did become a student you know I became a student uh, like I was um, telling you earlier you know I once I started my business I started l listening to podcasts on the topic I started listening to books on the topic reading books and I was just shocked at how incredible this business model is you know compared to everything else because I actually one of the things I did do was I studied different business models for my startup company. As we were building it, we were trying to figure out which business model to go with. And um, I, you know, I was just amazed at the benefits of um, distributing products via network marketing versus a traditional business model, you know, and I think we're all going it's completely performance based. Right. So I think it does benefit a lot of and, and I think we all as a, you know, um, most companies want to be performance based versus paying someone a salary um, with regardless of what their, you know, what their production level is. Right. Um, so it's a great it's great for business owners uh, who create the product. And it's amazing for people who want to be a part of it and want to be. Uh, the affiliates or the, the distributors or whatever we, you know, we call it, we call ourselves consultants, for example, you know, so I think it's a win, win, win for everybody. And it's amazing for clients as well um, because they have that personalized experience. Um, so, you know, for, I don't know if I answered your question about, you know, the, <laughs> the, the option for expats, uh, there is a little bit of a challenge that, you know, depending on when you immigrated, you know, you may not have the same network that you might have. Uh, as those people who grew up, you know, in the in the in the U.S., for example, or in whatever country you're in, you know, like you won't have your college friends to reach out to. You won't have, you know, your high school friends. But you know, the beautiful part about the current economy is, and the current you know tools that we have, we have this incredible social media, you know, where that completely changed the way that we can do business. And I think that. I mean, that, that was one of the things that really attracted me to actually to to the business was that I could 
share with so many people. And actually most of the people that are part of my team, um, actually, and only, I only, I've only known, um, one person, like, well, there's only one person on my team who I knew from college, who's on my team, like who's a consultant on my team. Um, everybody else, you know, is, I met them after I started my business. So you don't have to have, you know, there's this myth that you have to know so many different people, that you have to be an influencer, that you, you know, no, absolutely not. You can create that and you can create an influence. You can create um, that, that community. Just, you know, if you are somebody who loves helping people and you have the, uh, the a servant heart, I believe you can, regardless of where you are in the world, you can build this business. Oh, I love that you shared that. That is really encouraging because I do think sometimes, um, you know, we limit our, we have the limiting beliefs, right? Um, there is not a limit in front of us except for what we put on us. And uh, I love that you shared that it's, you know, you didn't really know a whole lot of people that are part of your business. I, that's really encouraging because uh, who, whoever's listening out there, don't limit yourself by having that belief. Don't limit yourself by thinking, I have to know a lot of people or I have to do a certain thing or be a certain thing. Uh, there's room for you in this business. Uh, and you know, you just got to find it. You got to find uh, a good uh, partner. Um, like I know that you found in who introduced you um, a good company, which you also found um, so that uh, it's just finding, you know, the right fit. Um, like, like Janine talks about too. If you had to say that there was one thing that was your favorite thing about network marketing, what would that be? Uh, honestly, this is like the hardest question because there's so many, <laughs> uh, but freedom, really freedom is my, my favorite part. And, and also the ability to share it with other people that, you know, in most businesses, what most businesses do is they, you know, they, uh, sell a product or a service and they make money and they benefit their clients through um, the, that product or that service. What we can do in our business is we can actually empower people to earn and to change their life completely by joining us in business. I mean, who else can do that? You know? Um, and so that's really my favorite part is, is, you know, not just, not just benefiting it from it myself, you know, like the flexibility, the, the making your own hours, uh, not having a boss. And um, yes, of course, there's a challenge, you know, with that, you know, you have to be like, you have to be accountable to yourself. Uh, but, you know, it's that freedom and flexibility to build your life. And, uh, you know, like you, you're living proofs of that too, you know, um, to live a life that you want to live and prioritize the way that you want to prioritize. Um, and, um, do what's important to you when it's important to you, not asking for permission, <laughs> you know, to do, to do things. Uh, but, and, but, and the main part is really sharing that with, with other people and letting them make what they want out of it too, you know, and empowering other women, especially, I mean, there are men who, um, you know, are in our company, they're, men who um, work in other companies and network marketing. But, you know, as you know, most, most, um, most people who work in network marketing are women. And I think it's, it's one of those, it's one of those things that, you know, because you don't have that income ceiling, 
Uh, it's one thing where, you know, there's when I sometimes I read uh, these articles that, you know, women are still not getting compensated the same way that the men are. I'm like, there's no, there's nothing like that in, in network marketing. You know, it's absolutely, absolutely playing field. You don't, you're not, you know, you're not required to have a degree, you know, um, you, you're not required to have a certain time, you know, kind of experience. You're not required to um, go through the process of training for, for years. You know, it's, it's just, you know, you just jump in and you earn as you learn. I so anybody can do that. <laughs> Absolutely. There's so many things to love. And on the opposite end, there are so many misconceptions. So what do you, uh, what do you most frequently run into as, as a misconception? Oh my gosh. Yes, you're right. There's, there are so many. Um, and I think one of them is that it's not a real business, you know? And when I, when I hear that, and it's not, people don't say that, you know, uh, to your face, right? It's just that they, you know, um, they don't consider it uh, a, a real business. And when I, when I hear that, or when I, when I sense that, you know, I, you know, tell them, you know, and it's also another thing, another big thing is you can never make money. You're never going to make money in network marketing. And that is just so not true. <laughs> one of the things I, and I shared this with you earlier, um, one of my favorite books that I read uh, when I started my business was Your First Year in Network Marketing by Mark Now. I definitely recommend you read it, um, whether you're in the, you know, in the profession or if you're considering it as well. But, uh, and I'm going to read this quote exactly because I don't want to, you know, mess it up. So what Mark now said was 95% of those who survived 10 years or more in network marketing became wealthy beyond their wildest expectations. Now think about this. I, so I had a startup company. I had to Put it on hold a few years ago because we needed two more million dollars to invest in marketing of our product. Okay, so think about this. Three, I think it's only three percent of startups. I think that's the uh, statistics survive, and you know, throughout throughout their, you know, they they become successful. Right, three percent of startups. Now imagine when you have 95% chance of success or you have 3% chance of success. Like wh why wouldn't you why wouldn't you give it a try, you know? And that's of course, you know, you have to be with the, you know, with the right company, you have to be with, you know, um, you have to be in your element, you have to love the you know, love the process. But the beautiful thing is there are so many choices uh, that are, you know, all, so many great choices and, and there's, there's plenty of opportunity there. So, so just to say that it's not that you can't make money and you can't, you know, uh, and this is not a real business. I mean, that's, that's just, you know, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely a myth. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think a lot of people just have uh, the wrong impression of this business for sure. So it's important for them to take the time to educate themselves. What do you think it takes to be really successful in this business? So it takes, you know, um, so we go to college for four years 
you know, normally, right? Like you go to, if you went to college um, and then at the end of it, like we, what do we have? We have our diploma, but we still have to go out there and we have to find that job, you know? And we have to um, you know, put in the effort. We have to write resumes. We have to reach out. We have to network. Now, you know, with with the, with our business, uh, you have to understand that you're not going to be. This is not an overnight success. There's no such thing. And I mean, I think that's one of the things also that sometimes people do kind of flash. Well, you know like she's making millions of dollars or, you know, like it's, it's these like numbers that people sometimes throw out and, you know, and think that kind of scares people too, you know, and, and, and they think that, you know, it's not realistic. Right. So um, it's really important for people to understand that it takes time. You need to become a student. You need to be very coachable. That's the number one thing that makes people successful you have to be completely coachable you have to listen to the person that you know if they've been in the business if you join uh you know the uh, somebody in business who has been successful you have to listen to them now if you've joined a friend for example who maybe does not have a lot of experience find the person in your you know in your company it doesn't even have to be your you know direct business partner or even their direct business partner you know, my, my, my business partner directly, she joined somebody who left, who dropped out. She was doing it as for fun, but, but, but my, my friend, my, my business partner was able to build a huge business, you know, and she just locked arms with other, you know, other people who are, wanted to build a business. So it, even if you did not join somebody who knew what they were doing, you still have a huge chance. You just have to be proactive. You know, you have to reach out. You have, I mean, and just like, you know, Janine, the way that we, you know, we met and I've met so many people in this community and, you know, in other network marketing companies as well. I mean, that's like the most supportive um, group of people that you absolutely are going to ever meet. I mean, I've never been, I've never worked in any environment corporately where I felt so much support and so much encouragement and so much love from other people. And, you know, most of them are not even on my team. You know, or like, you know, they're not my, my direct partners. Um, those connections that, that you create, you know, are absolutely important. So reaching out and asking for help and consistency, as you know, just like with anything else, right? You're coachable, you're reaching out for help, you're learning, you, you become, you have to become a student, just like you went to high school, you, you know, you went to school, you went to college, grad school, whatever. Um, you have to become a student, you have to learn, and you have to do it consistently on a daily basis. This is just like opening a franchise, just like starting a business. You have to invest in it every single day, and you do have to be very organized, and you have to have those business hours set up. Um, and that's where a lot of people make mistakes, Mistake, I think, you know, because they don't have too much skin in the game. You know, it's if they invest $75 into a business, they're not losing much if they don't do it. But unfortunately, that's the that's the trap. You know, it's uh, you have to treat it as if you invested half a million dollars into your business or two million dollars, you know, whatever. Um, and you have to understand that it does take time. And as long as you're consistent and you're doing everything that that your coach is telling you to do consistently, you you are going to have success.
Yeah, I, I have to jump in with a quick story that I, I was reminded of as you were saying that. So we're on the road in our RV traveling and we were supposed to have great Wi-Fi for this call today and calls that I'm doing today and we didn't. So I had to scramble to try to find a place to go. And I reached out to the chamber person and it was after hours, this person went so above and beyond. And I finally, we connected on Facebook. Turns out she is a network marketer. So it's just, I mean, I should have known because I think the everything that you were saying is so true. The people that I have met in this business are people who really do go above and beyond and really care about serving and helping others. So yeah, yeah. that little story. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. And yes, in serving, you know, you do have to be, you, you cannot be self-focused. You know, you have to focus on helping other people and not, you know, not not what's in it for you, but what's in it for them. You have to listen. You have to be a good listener. You have to understand where they're coming from and you have to want to help them. I mean, and I mean, throughout my my networking uh, in my business, and I love doing business networking, like going to different events, you know, and I've connected, like I, I, like I love connecting people. And for example, like I've actually have helped people find jobs, you know, and I, I feel great. You know, they, they didn't join my team, you know, but I helped them reach their goal. And actually, that's one of my favorite quotes that I have kind of always have with me in my mind is that, you know, you can get any everything in life you want as long as you help enough other people get what they want. And so you have to be focused on helping other people. Yeah, and you that. cannot have money as your motivator. You know, it's, it's it, that's not going to work. Yeah. 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 I completely agree with that. We have a saying that we use um, around here that money in the hands of good people can do great things. And, um, you know, money is not evil in and of itself, but the, the, you mean, if you want to be generous, you have to generate. And, um, and, and so it's nothing to be ashamed of to be able to earn money and to earn money in a business. But one of the things I love about this business is how generous people are. Um, people really are, they love on other people. They love serving people. And if you don't, you really don't fit well in this industry. It doesn't, it doesn't work well. Um, it it's requires that you love other people. Um, and speaking of that, so for fun, um, tell us a couple of things here. One is what is something that you love that's making your life easier these days? So a couple of things. Uh, one thing I've been using is Calendly. Uh, it saves my life. I know Janine has had experience with that. I mean, I use it for, you know, all my meetings. So when somebody says, you know, hey, I'd love to, to have a, a copy with you, whatever. I mean, and because most of the things I'm, we're doing online right now, I just you know, I send them my link. I, I tell them, here's my availability to make it easier for us to connect. They pick a time. Of course, my Google Calendar is all up to date, and and it's it just saves so much time from going back and forth trying to figure out a time, right? Um, and then the second thing I wanted to mention is the BossLadyBio.com. Um, it's a free resource that one of my colleagues, one of my dear colleagues, Jen Griswold, uh, created for women and people in general who may not have a website. Um, but it's, it's a way for us to introduce ourselves to other people. So if you're like attend virtual networking events or things like that, it's a little mini site that allows you to, to have a little bio and links to your, 
to your, you know, you, you can have a short video on there. There's a paid version and there's a free, you know, free version, which has a lot of the functionality as well. And then different links that you want to include. So if somebody asks you about, like, tell me, like, give me your kind of virtual business card. This is sort of like, you know, kind of like your virtual business card. And it's all about, you know, it's um, all in support of um, women, you know, women business owners. So I absolutely love that as well. That's fantastic. I haven't heard about that. And so thank you so much for sharing. And thank you for sharing that. Certainly calendar coordinating um, in today's world, being all online can be really helpful too. So thank you for sharing that. So just our final question is, what is something that you love giving back to? We were talking about being generous and being able to give back to things. What's something that you like giving back to? So we actually, as a company, we have, um, and I, it's actually really aligns um, with me, the mission, uh, our kind of bigger mission is eradicating poverty through education. And myself, you know, I have my undergrad in, in teaching. Uh, and so education has always been a huge passion of mine. And so I love giving to that cause. And in every country that we're in, we partner with a nonprofit uh, that works with kids um, that are underprivileged and helps them get in, involved in different projects in community service. Again, there's just that word service, you know, um, and really, and, and then it also actually before COVID, we've had an opportunity to do like these trips where they're called change maker trips, where we could go into a community and work with those kids ourselves. I mean, you have to, um, you have to like qualify for it and stuff, but as we're going out of and, and going to be past COVID, hopefully <laughs> soon, um, we're also going to have, you know, more opportunities like that to serve. So I'd love to actually take my daughter on one of the trips um, like that. Uh, and I'm also, you know, I also give back to, um, to my church and, um, uh, you know, to different, different causes that are, a lot of it revolves around children and education. Um, and I've also worked with, um, uh, kids with disabilities as well. That's one of my other uh, passions I've worked with um, with them since I was um, in college too, like volunteered um, with kids like that. So it's it's just been, you know, I love children and, uh, you know, I'm a mom, but I've loved children ever since, even, even before I was a mom. Well, thank you. That's wonderful, Olia. Thank you so much. Thanks for, thanks for being our guest today. I'm so glad Janine introduced us. I know it's such a pleasure and thank you so much. It's such an honor as well to be a part of this uh, with you two. And you're just, um, I just absolutely love both your stories and Janina, I love your books. I mean, please continue to, you know, educate and I am just on board with you right there. And I'm just, you know, just so excited that I was able to, to share uh, with you today. Thank you so much. Thanks for being with us. so much for taking the time to be with us. We hope you've gained some clarity from today's show. If you did, please share it with your friends, family, and colleagues. Because when you share it and drop a review, it helps other people find us and helps us get this message out. Please join us each week to hear from people who are in the trenches and have their own personal experience with this business. And if you'd like to learn more about this topic, subscribe to our show and visit our website. 
We'd also like to recommend two books co-authored by Janine Finney and her daughter, Lori Murhead, The Flip-Flop CEO and Does the Shoe Fit? The Guide to Help You Decide. We invite you to join our Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn communities as well. Be sure to tune in to our next episode because making a decision with only half the information could be the most expensive mistake you can make.